It is the Chicagoverse United Audio Podcast cover story series, featuring interviews with the premier talent in the Chicago music community who are making the lead stories this month at ChicagoverseUnited.com. My name is Haima Black. This week, talking with Brian Case from Disappears in support of his band's latest album, Pre-Language, in an interview recorded before the band's show at Lincoln Hall. Here's how that sounds. Hi, I'm a Black here at Lincoln Hall Post Sound Check. I'm here with Brian Case from Disappears. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, thank you. Good to see you again. It's been a little while since I've seen you. I think last time was for uh, Q101 at the Hard Rock Cafe, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. You know, I want to talk about the things that Disappears have going on. You guys have got a lot happening for you right now, but let's kind of like take a look back. How has 2012 been for the band so far? Uh, it's been busy. We had a record come out in February. Uh, we've been to the West Coast. We've been to Europe. Now we're starting this East Coast, South East tour, and uh, we're going back to Europe in July, and there's we're going to Japan in October, and something more things will be happening in between there. So. I want to talk about a lot of that kind of stuff, uh, everything you just mentioned, but let's look at the album for a minute. Pre-Language, which is the new Disappears record, that just dropped at the end of February. So it's been out a little while, about a month and a half. Uh, how has the response been so far now that people have had a chance to hear it? It's been good. I think it's definitely gotten the most uh, attention out of any release we've had, and the reviews have been largely positive. There have been a, you know... It's kind of like any record. Some people love it, some people hate it. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been good. Like we can tell at the shows that people are are into it and people are buying it. So that's been good. Well, you know, I've always when I listen to Disappears, I've always felt like you guys are a live band. You know, your music has so much energy and so much. You know, there's so many dynamics at play that it's really, I feel like, meant to be heard in a room like this or an empty mm. bottle or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like these size clubs. Yeah. yeah. How did working on this record, putting it together, creating it, how did it differ from maybe some of the other releases you guys have done, like the uh, process? Well, we had a lot more time. The previous two records we'd kind of recorded in two days and mixed in two days, and uh, we'd done it all ourselves. So this one we had a week in the studio just to mess around and get done what we knew we had and you know kind of experiment with some stuff we had an engineer helping us and then we mixed it a few weeks later in texas with a friend so we had lots of time more space to relax and sit on songs and think about stuff so yeah you know that was something else i wanted to ask you about i was uh, kind of looking back at some of the features i've written about disappears on my website in chicago vs. united uh over the last like year or two and i saw that you gave me a quote last January, uh, 2011, and you were talking about how even though you guys had just released Guider, you were looking already ahead to the next record. So, like, how long have these songs kind of been, like, in the works? Well, Steve joined our band, and we started playing together in October of 2010. So when he started playing with us, we started working on new material, like, right away. So wow. those songs, I guess, percolated for about a year of, like, writing and We'd write some and take them on tour and play them and come home, fix them, write some more. So from inception to final documentation, I guess, was about a year. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's got to be a great way to approach this kind of material as opposed to being rushed because you really have time to let these songs live and mm-hmm. and kind of mature, right? Yeah, yeah, it's nice for them to sort of breathe and work out the kinks. And I mean, our songs are so simple that you really have our whole kind of idea is like, let's just play the, the best part. So... Yeah, you know, you want to make sure you have enough time to digest that. So now you mentioned Steve, and, and you know that's your drummer Steve Shelley, who has played, of course, notably with Sonic Youth. And 
when I was reading some of the press, some of the recent press with Disappears right now, it's like every single feature, every single interview, every single review, they all talk about Sonic Youth. And not taking away from him as a musician, but does it ever feel like that angle of the Disappear story now kind of overpowers the music in some conversation? Um, I think it's the easiest thing for people to get going, maybe with even their own thought process. Uh, we we knew it was going to happen, so yeah. it, was, it wasn't a surprise at all. So. <laughs> I think people just, you know, journalists look for that, like, easy angle, and they're yeah, like, that's yeah. what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Another band that's not your band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... I don't know. I, I, I'm just from reading reviews my whole life or looking at music magazines. Like it's something I've I'm used to. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's nice when it's not there, but yeah, I don't really mind. I mean, so I'm playing with someone from Sonic Youth, so yeah, <laughs> I mean you can't beat that. Cool, yeah. You know? <laughs> Now, you know, you mentioned a lot of the international plans you guys have, and I saw the records coming out, I think, in Japan later this month, right? Yeah, yeah, on April 25th. Yeah, next week, something like that. When I think of Chicago bands that have experience and an audience outside of even this country, you guys are right at the top. Like, what is it about Disappears where you guys really, I mean, did you go out looking for that audience, or were people finding your music, you know, over the Internet, and then you decided to go kind of meet them halfway? Well, we definitely... We're very keen to get over to Europe, and uh, I don't know, it just seems, for some reason, our, our music there is resonating with people, and it's great. I don't know what it is. I mean, the U- European attitude towards music is a lot different than an American attitude. It's more looked at as art, or it's appreciated more as art, so I think our music kind of provides, like, the the rock element that people want when they go out but there's also some conceptual things happening that I think people pick up on so I know it just just goes over well there for whatever reason you know and where are some of the areas where you guys maybe have the best you know reception is it like you know every time you go to Australia you guys are just going to play to a packed house (laughs) or kind of like what's the uh, what are some of the highlights some of the areas you go Uh, to we do really well in Belgium Uh, France shows are always really good Netherlands are good. It's it's all pretty good over there. Like I'd say, definitely Belgium and France are the places where we do best. Man, not bad places to no, go. No, I'll go there anytime. So that's that's very cool. Yeah. You know, something I kind of thought was very amusing. I was looking on your Facebook page, and you had this like 13 year old listener who wrote into you guys and said, you know, basically he's in a band, and he can't understand how you guys suck so much because he's so great. There's always going to be music criticism, but how do you deal with it when it's from, like, someone who's, like, 13 years old? That was actually, uh, we reposted that from Sonic Youth's uh, Facebook page. Okay. So they were talking about Sonic Youth, which I'm sure lots of people think we suck, too, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's the universal artist experience. There's always somebody who thinks you suck. Every artist has that in common. Everybody loves you and everybody hates you, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's totally okay with me, like... There's lots of bands I don't like, you know? <laughs> but enough people like you guys that you can go to places like France and Belgium, so I think that you're still coming out ahead. Yeah, I think uh, it's fine with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> y- yin and yang. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, Brian Case disappears, been doing things in and out of the city, out of the country even, for a while now. I'm really happy to see all the success you guys have found, and I hope that it, you know, continues. I'm excited to see everything you have ahead of you, and people can check out the new record. It's called Pre-Language, and it's out now, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple minutes. Thank you. Appreciate it.
This has been the Chicago First United Audio Podcast cover story series. Thanks to Brian Case of Disappears for being on the show this week. Check out his group's new record, Pre-Language, out now. You can find past episodes of the Chicago First United Audio Podcast at chicagoverseunited.com, including interviews with Maps and Atlases, Apteca, Ornery Little Darlings, and many, many more. You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at dynastypodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty to send.